Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Another guy who's dominating recruiting coverage, Gabby Yerudia from 24-7 Sports. Gabby, I can't thank you enough for taking some time. I got a lot of reasons to be excited about these canes right now. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just got over, got through the grind of National Signing Day, and uh, you know, definitely feeling recharged, ready to get after it. And yeah, man, definitely a lot to be excited about these days. And it's not even just uh, the players coming in. We'll talk about them. It's the coaches coming in as well. I know that at certain points over you know the last week, some Canes fans were getting frustrated about the offensive coordinator search. They thought, oh, maybe we'll end up with somebody's sloppy seconds and then they end up pulling out they get the sitting offensive coordinator at Michigan to come to Miami in Josh Gaddis and then I'm also seeing today uh, Miami is getting an excellent DB's coach as well it's like we traded with Georgia we'll send you a wide receivers coach send us back a DB's coach in uh, Jameel Adai I think I'm pronouncing it's either Adai or Adai I think I'm pronouncing that correctly uh, well, what can you tell me, Gabby, about that move, which I'm not sure has been made officially official yet, but everyone reporting uh, that it's happening. From what I understand, this gentleman is just an excellent recruiter. Yeah, I mean, once Bruce, Fel once Bruce Feldman drops that, uh, you know, so-and-so is targeting so-and-so, you can pretty much, you know, write it in Sharpie that it's, you know, pretty, basically going to happen. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, you, you nailed it. Just as a recruiter, I mean, you just look, at, look at what he did this past cycle – I mean, just on our network at 24-7 Sports, he finished as the number two overall recruiter in the country for the, for the class. I mean, he was responsible uh, wow. personally as the primary recruiter for, for three five-stars. He was the secondary on a fourth five-star for Georgia. Also landed guys like Julian Humphrey, even came into Georgia, got you Corey Thomas. And, uh, you know, <laughs> two, three, I guess two of the five-stars he signed are cornerbacks. I mean, he, this is just a big-time recruiter, a guy that, you know, was, def was definitely a key piece of this operation at Georgia to help bring them a national championship and, you know, another big-time recruiting class under Kirby Smart. Uh, you know, Dave's definitely a, a riser in the business and someone that's definitely going to get it done on the recruiting trail. And, uh, you know, that's a characteristic that Mario Cristobal really values. He needs grinders. He needs guys that are going to get after it and build relationships. He says it time and time again, he's investing in people. And uh, I think that's exactly what he just did here. 
And I know Josh Gaddis, the new OC, he's a grinder as well. I love that word that you use there. Uh, what, what does that hire tell you? I mean, obviously very ambitious for Miami to go out and poach Michigan's offensive coordinator. And, you know, and, and for one thing, usually when you take a coach from another program, a lot of times fans of that program will find a bunch of things wrong with that guy. Uh, the handful of Michigan fans, and these are you know people who really keep close tabs on that program, that I've spoken to over the last couple of days, two ahead, they've all told me, oh, we're so sorry to see this guy go. You're getting a great one. I haven't heard a negative thing said about Coach Gaddis. Um, what can you tell me about what his hiring means for what Miami's offense might look like next year? Because based on Michigan's offense in recent memory, uh, and this fits Mario Cristobal's MO as well, Miami's offense is going to want to smack people in the mouth. That's number one. Uh, do you have maybe any concerns about what that type of offense might look like for Tyler Van Dyke's development? How do you think he fits in with all that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to – you know, I think that with Michigan's personnel too, I think it, it turns into like, you know, a run-heavy system. This is also a guy that coached up – you know, uh, Devonta Smith, Jerry Judy, Henry Rugg, those types of guys at Alabama. So, um, you know, he's definitely a fan of throwing the ball. He's a wide receiver coach. That's his background. So, you know, I don't think he's going to take the ball out of his receiver's hands. So I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity for Tyler Van Dyke in this offense. I think uh, power spread is the way Mario Cristobal sort of describes his approach. I think that that's fair. Uh, you know, you but you do have to be able to run the rock. I mean, Mario Cristobal is an offensive lineman. That is his background. You know, he, from what I understand, he personally – coaches the offensive line at practice with like Alex Mirabal on one side and Mario Cristobal on the other. And so, you know, they want to be physical up front. I mean, that's something that they're going to, you know, definitely recruit to, um, you know, they're going to want to run the ball. They're, they're going to want to be physical at the line of scrimmage, but uh, you know, you also need a guy that's going to be able to draw it up and, you know, create opportunities, especially with a quarterback like Tyler Van Dyke and with some of the weapons that Miami has in this offense. So, you know, I, I'm not too worried about it. I'm not too concerned about what this means for Tyler Van Dyke and his productivity, his development as a, potential, you know, NFL draft pick, uh, you know, this time next year. We're joined here by Gabby Yerudio, who does an awesome job covering recruiting for 247sports.com and covering the U. Now, you know, you you, you cover recruiting in South Florida. Uh, Mario Cristobal has been on the job here for, I think, around two months here at this point, and he, you know, got in very late before early National Signing Day and was still able to salvage a nice class, and then you get a handful of really good players in the late signing day last week as well. Uh, what are you seeing already, Gabby, for the couple months Cristobal's been aboard? Um, what are you seeing in terms of his relationships with the South Florida high schools? And I know, I, you know, he, he was at FIU years ago, some of the same schools, not always the same talent. He was recruiting this area heavily at Alabama. But have you seen like a noticeable change of maybe mending some fences with some of the high school programs here that, you know, maybe Manny Diaz wasn't working as well or as hard? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Mario Cristobal always had a really strong reputation down here. I mean, I think that there was a pretty good chance he was going to sign Nigel E. Kelly out of Dillard, uh, you know, had he stayed at Oregon. He did get him at Miami, which is a great thing. But, you know, I think that, you know, his name was still very, very strong down here. And I think, you know, one thing he did, um, I feel like sort of flew under the radar for some people, but just me sort of covering this on the day-to-day, -day, uh, he went to basically like every – uh, you know, Miami-Dade and Broward County High School. And, you know, a lot of schools that maybe don't have a lot of Power 5 prospects right now, um, you know, maybe not, might not have a Power 5 prospects for the next two or three cycles. But he went into a bunch of different high schools down here and just started shaking hands, uh, you know, introducing himself to all the people around here. And, you know, I think that's huge, man. You never know where these kids, uh, you know, what schools they end up playing at. And 
again, he's a, he's a guy that he just strikes me as a, as a relationship type of guy, you know, a guy that really values people and really wants to build genuine relationships. And, you know, I think that was a really classy move. I think it was a really smart move in terms of just making sure that, you know, regardless of what school he's going to be re- recruiting a kid at, he's going to know someone there. He's going to have sh- shaken their hand. Um, you know, he's going to have asked about their players and, you know, just gone to know them, you know, he can't know everybody, but to know that he cares and values them enough to, you know, come by their high school and introduce himself and let, let them know that he's going to be around and that he's accessible. I think that was huge for him. And I think that just kind of is kind of just a testament to the type of person he is, what he values, uh, you know, here at the university of Miami, it really just as a person and, you know, how he really wants to get after it down here locally. You know, I'm looking at uh, the class that Cristobal was able to, and, and listen, uh, I'm, it wasn't all him. Manny Diaz put in the groundwork for a lot of these players as well. Still pretty remarkable the way Cristobal was able to even build on that class, and it's a small class, but yet a top 15 class in the country somehow, loaded with a lot of great four stars and some really good three stars as well. Cyrus Moss, Nigel e. Kelly, Jaleel Skinner, Kamari Rogers, Wesley Blissaint, uh, Ja'Curry Brown, Trevante Citizen, who was one of the late additions, uh, Chris Graves, Markeith Williams, Isaiah Horton, Jaden Harris, Ahmed Moten, Matthew McCoy, Inez Cooper, and, and five solid transfer players as well. Uh, who, are, who are the guys who stand out most to you, Gabby, specifically players you think could be ready to contribute as true freshmen next year? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple guys. I mean, I think Cyrus Moss is a dude just kind of given, just looking at what Miami needs. Uh, I, I really felt like the pass rush maybe took a step back after, you know, Quincy Roche, Jalen Phillips left the year before. Um, there was some high expectations for Jafari Harvey, those types of guys, but, you know, just wasn't the same. Uh, so, uh, you know, Cyrus Moss is a freaky type of dude, 6'6", six, six, uh, probably 215, 220 soaking wet. But uh, I think, you know, just the fact that Miami was able to get him in early, uh, you know, give him time to – get into that strength program and develop. I think he could potentially be a guy that, that maybe doesn't start, but just contributes right away just as a pure pass rusher. He's so skilled, a former safety that sort of grew into a pass rusher and he got it done in a big way at Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman, uh, you know, Wesley Bassaint, you know, you hear Miami fans always clamoring about the, the linebacker room and how that needs to get better. I think he's someone that could potentially step into a big time role now that he was able to, you know, squeeze his way in on that last day of, uh, you know, that spring enrolling session, so it's really big that Miami was able to get him in. Um, offensively, uh, I think you got to be really you you'd be really excited about a lot of those guys. But I mean, Jaleel Skinner and just you know being able to flip him from Alabama, uh, just sort of his body type, how freaky he is. Yeah. Uh, I think he had the longest wingspan at the All American Bowl uh, over in San Antonio. I mean, just an absolutely huge catch radius. And I do think he's a little bit raw, but I think once he puts it all together and uh, you know maybe reshapes his body a little bit, I think he could just be just an absolute. <laughs> weapon for you know this offense and maybe not as not quite yet as a freshman but I think down the road I think he's a guy that is that a lot of Miami fans are gonna be super excited about that's awesome hey a couple months ago John Ruiz and his family just started talking nonstop, and and they're you know very wealthy and very ambitious they started talking nonstop about you know building an on-campus or near-campus stadium and when they first started to talk about it I think a lot of people just called shenanigans on it like oh that'll never happen it's ridiculous but yeah they haven't stopped talking about it um what do you make of that like do you think that are, are they are they talking about this like for clout and to rile up the fan base or do you think at some point within the next few years they might really build Miami a, an orange bowl 2.0 of sorts something nearby <laughs> campus I mean I think it would be really cool if they did you know I yeah. mean I think that you know if if it was something that was possible and 
look, I mean, those guys seem extremely passionate about this project. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm all for that. You know, if they, if they believe that they can get it done, um, I'm not smart enough to tell them that they can't. Uh, I don't know what the, what the logistics are of all of that. And I know they're talking about uh, tropical park now and, you know, yeah. if they can get it done, sure. You know, I, I'm all aboard, uh, you know, so <laughs> if that, it would be cool. Can't do, I believe it can get done. I get, I guess we'll see. I mean, just the, you know, it seems like they're really dead set on this. I'm definitely curious to see how this process plays out. Um, so, I mean, I don't really know what what else to really make of it. Again, I really hope it gets done. I think it would be awesome for the program. I think it would be great for the university to have something closer by where they can maybe, you know, take kids, you know, even on official visits and see a venue because you can't really do that with Hard Rock Stadium. Um, right. So if they can get it done, I think that would be awesome. Um, I'm, I guess I'm just kind of in wait-and-see mode to see how this goes, but – uh, with the way those guys are sort of, you know, making things happen right now, you know, between NIL for the young football players, I, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure I'm putting anything past them at this point. So, if they want to build Miami a stadium, then, you know, let's see what Life Wallet Stadium looks like in, yeah. uh, in Westchester. No, and that's well said. Uh, and I, I do think that some people, because I mean, obviously, a lot of Canes fans are on board with the idea of doing this. I see a lot who aren't, and I think maybe they underestimate the value of, you know, having a facility so close to campus, even if it's not on campus. And then some of the people that I see like complaining about this, like, oh, why would you do this? Hard Rock Stadium is so great. What I do is, Gabby, I if they're on Twitter, I do the location check. And I notice most of the people who complain (laughs) about this they're in Broward or they're in Palm Beach County. So they're, they're thinking about themselves. Like they, they like the fact that, listen, Hard Rock Stadium, it is, you know, centrally located. It's a lot easier for Broward folks to get there than it is to Tropical Park. But you have to say, if you really love the program, I think you need to accept the idea wherever you live that, you know, it's probably better for Miami to have a stadium, their own stadium, a couple miles away from campus. No, I, I mean, I, I would definitely agree. I mean, I get the whole idea that it is centralized and my university of Miami football, I feel like is almost treated like a professional team in a way where it's just not only fans of one city. It feels like right. people from the tri-county area. I know it's people like USC. Orlando, that will come down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's some, maybe it's easier to have it hard rock stadium there, but Hey man, if we're, if you're not selling that thing out every Saturday, um, you know, I don't think that there's an excuse to, you know, not try to make it happen somewhere closer to campus if you can make it happen. So, um, you know, I think, uh, again, whatever happens, I'm kind of cool with, I love hard rock. I think it's an awesome venue. I think, I think you could easily sell the fact that like El Clasico has been played there that, you know, they host Super Bowls and national championships and college playoff games. And it's a, you know, just a famous venue that you're playing in every Saturday. I think you can definitely spin it that way. But, uh, you know, the advantage of having a stadium close to campus, um, you know, I think that that's really cool too. I think that's just a part of like the college football experience. So, um, you know, if you can make it happen, I think that that's always the better solution. This man does great work. You should check it out at 247sports.com inside the U. You can also check him out on the Storm Surge pod and the Through the Smoke pod as well. Gabby Arudia. Gabby, thank you so much, man. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you so much, Donald. Thank you. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.